Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. Well, 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 folks, if it isn't that time again, Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live on this late edition Sunday night, September 23rd, 2018. What's going on, boxing fam? How's everybody doing today? Well, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Aside from the professional level of football, which had a significant loss today for the team that I find myself a part of the fandom of, fantasy football is looking nice. I, I cannot stand projections and all those things that people look into getting self-situated before games and already counting their chickens before they hatch. I guess that's the saying that they have. Sounds familiar enough to me to be putting it out there. So um, we uh, haven't had a set time. I know uh, outside his boxing fan coming from the OTG fam and Juan Carlos hitting us up on Twitter saying, you know, you guys need to have a set time, man. That way I know what time I can call in and give my opinions to shut you two clowns up, big verbatim. Uh, <laughs> it's not necessarily like that, but I try to make it sound that way to make it more interesting. But we're definitely going to figure out a time um, that we can have set for the uh, time being during the uh, season that we're going involved with right now, being that football ended up uh, changing the way that we operate the Sundays that was usually starting at noon Pacific time and uh, 2 Central time for Willa. But, um well, well, we'll talk about it for sure this week. I know we said that we're going to figure it out, but we really haven't even talked about it. So <laughs> to keep it real with you, but we're definitely going to figure it out since we got a complaint on Twitter and we're going to fix that. Just like any of the bad rates and reviews on the show, if there's anything we could do to make it better sound quality, let us know. We might check it out or we might tell you to go fuck yourself. But anyways, um, chilling right now. Uh, I want to see what's going on with my man Willa right now. Um, I hear that it's had a, a a lot of rain going down from your way. Will, are you staying dry out there in Houston, Texas, my man? Oh, man, what's up, R.C.? Uh, happy late Sunday. I'm out here on the East Coast, on the north, mm-hmm. northeast, out here in the, in the Michigan area. So I'm not at the crib, so I don't know how it's uh, how it's looking out there, but it's been raining. But I don't think it's been nothing too serious out there at all. Um, yeah, man, good football today. Texans stunk it up, as usual. Worst coach in the game. Um, but put a smile on my face to see Garoppolo not being anything. You know, no hate towards you. That's that's just something that I have. He left. They thought he was the golden child. That's Everybody was on shot. the stick. No, no, no. That was just, you know, no cheap shot. Just something that I, I've, been, I've been wanting to see. It don't matter what team he went to. I just felt that people were jumping on his dick a little too prematurely. And uh, y'all are ones, I think y'all paid him like one something. And he's uh, laughing all the way to the bank. 157, something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's laughing to the bank because he'll probably be done with football in the next two to three years. But besides that, we got a little – we got minimum. We had minimal mm. boxing. There was a lot of boxing. A lot of boxing on Friday, but I didn't check any of that out. Uh, a lot of up-and-comers and bums. Up-and-comers versus bums on Friday. I think that was Showbox. Didn't check that out. Uh, got to watch the uh, the fight, man. So, hey, I'm ready to talk about it. Ready to talk when you are, man. Yeah, that was funny. That, uh, uh, the shots you're throwing in at old Jimmy G. He'll be all right. Uh, ain't no thing, but uh, he'll, he'll get back to his uh, – Hopefully his old self by the time next season starts. See how long that recovery takes. Carson Wentz didn't look too bad coming off an injury that was probably a lot worse than that. But uh, yeah, like we talked about a lot of football today. Oh, of he got hurt. Stuff going on. Who were we talking about? I didn't watch. Uh, no, Garoppolo. no, I, I was. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy got hurt, but I was uh, comparing his injury to Carson Wentz, who got the start today for Philadelphia. He didn't look too bad, so. Um, Never say never and never count anything before it's certain. But anyways, there was boxing going on this week, folks. And it was funny because I, I had uh, talked to Willa on the Saturday, gave him a call about maybe 1 o'clock or something like that. Because I seen uh, Eddie Hearn in the zone was planning on shutting down all streams for the fight. <laughs> and I know me and Willa have that, that hookup where we can see whatever we want to see. And I was wondering if that was going to get shut down because – Eddie Hearn uh, was talking about streamers are going to have to hold an L for this fight. They had a pretty another big event that they had going on for Anthony Joshua during the day, in which me as my usual self was uh, brought up to the attention of it when it was time. And I was like, I don't really care about that fight. Miami's putting a beat down on FIU right now, so I'd probably just rather, I'd rather watch that. But, you know, boxing me always uh, – in the knee, certain extent, and then I ended up watching it, checking it out. And as I told Willa on the preview show, how I wasn't impressed with the last few items of Anthony Joshua slow start, sluggish, punching, uh, a little raggedy, um, ugly at times. And I mean, if anyone wants to argue that, I mean, it, you definitely have to be one of the AJ protector heavy because of, uh, you know, the fights, I don't even have to name them. We, we talked about it on Wednesday, all those last five fights that he's had. But in this fight in particular against Alexander Pubekin, sneaky, tough little guy uh, in the heavyweight division who is making Joshua's work a lot difficult, a lot more difficult than it should have been. Talk about uh, getting a really good uh, hook on him, solid in the first round, Joshua feeling that power. Second round gets hit with another overhand right on the nose. Starts bleeding. And it was start, starting to turn into easy work, if you ask me. And that's complete dog out of the fight. I, I, when Joshua was in the, in the ring and on display for boxing fans, uh, casuals and all who pay attention to it, the followers on Bleach Report and all that good stuff, success for Joshua is success for boxing. Um, so if he was able to take care of him like he did, in that seventh round earlier without looking sluggish, without taking uh, some of those shots and exposing kinks in his defense and his armor, you know, looks a lot better. But from what I've seen during that fight, man, I was I was really surprised. I expected him when I talked about the fight would be over in six or seven, I thought that it would have been a lot easier for Joshua, not him landing a, a, a right hand on the money, which led to the end of Alexander Povetkin. 
Um, and initially what I thought would happen was Alexander Povetkin was going to continuously come forward and try to uh, get some of those sneaky, explosive hooks that he has coming from out of nowhere. You know, he'll look like he's getting ready to set up a jab and just lean in for a hook. And, you know, he ended up getting a little too close where Joshua found his range and a right hand changed the fight. Um, almost put him through the bottom ropes and pretty good knockout for Anthony Joshua when it happened as far as highlight material being. But from a big picture standpoint, not impressed at all by Anthony Joshua. Power to change a fight in any fight, but in the heavyweight division, it's that much more significant. Well, I'm going to have to give Anthony Joshua a C-plus to a B-minus if I was to give him a grade. Not impressed at all, man. In fact, you know, looking at my notes that I have, I, I, I'm not playing when I said I didn't have a dog in the fight, but, man, I, I had it about 5-1 going into that seven. It could have been 4-2. Um, you know, I, I just really wasn't impressed. He showed me that he had really good power, but um, at the end, he didn't need to be fighting – Alexander Povetkin at his height level felt like Joshua was crouching a little too much and fighting him as if he was a uh, trying to get down to his level as far as the height disadvantage that was for Alexander Povetkin. Not impressed at all. Well, how you? Uh, how did you feel about that fight when you checked it out? Well, yeah, as you know, uh, you hit me up uh, Saturday. Uh, we discussed the our. Uh, our secret weapon, our cheat code to the live streaming world, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, got on there, fresh HD, probably 4K. I think that's the new thing. I ain't up on 4K yet. But I think it was probably 4K quality. We're looking good. Eddie Hearn took an L again. Me being, me having that certain taste in my mouth for Joshua, uh, like I said, I'm in that in the Michigan area. We decided to go, I decided to go ahead and take it to the casino. During the daytime, go ahead and throw away a quick three or four, three or four hundred dollars. Uh, come back with a tear in my eye and a lump in my throat. So I decided to go ahead and watch the fight, uh, already knowing what was going to happen because you know I talked to you about it. But I was interested. You're telling me how he was getting worked. Let me see this. So I cut it on, uh, check it out. It's a snooze fest. You got an old guy. Look like he's doing the better work in there against the young guy who looks like a robot. Um, to me, it looked like Rebecca started, you know, sort of slowed, started slowing a little bit. Like you said, he got caught by that one punch. I think it was an overhand, right, maybe? No, that's the one that put him away. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was that. Was it a hook? Yeah, it was just a straight, it was just a straight right hand. Yeah, just, got a, straight, on the chin yeah, just and, a straight right. And it got turned him. his head, yeah. man. Got him losing. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a boring fight at the end. Uh, you know, Joshua did what you thought. I thought it was going to be a close fight. I didn't think he would knock him out, but he hit him with a nice shot, man. Those guys are big. And that, uh, that last right he hit him with before the, uh, before his corner came and the ref came oh, at the yeah. same time to shut it down. Those was pretty, some pretty good shots, but, you know, like you said, he was crouching. You know, he was out there boxing like Farmer. I mean, not Farmer, uh, Easter Jr. You know, he was in that crouch stuff. <laughs> small guy. Guy might have been a little too small for him. Um, you know, I think Joshua just did what, you know, he just did what I thought, not what I thought he was. Well, 
he did what I thought he was going to do, look pretty weak until he knocked him out, which was good. Got to give him credit for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I wouldn't give, you know, I still give him, I give him a B. Uh, when you knock somebody out, uh, you know, a guy that hasn't been knocked out before, right? A guy that uh, right, fought right. So, you know, even though he's old, still a Russian yeah. guy, still was in there looking yeah, good. Yeah, the knockout was impressive. Uh, the knockout was impressive. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I'll give him a B on that. I'm not going to hate on him, uh, but I wasn't that impressed. Um, you know, yeah, that's pretty much it. It was a pretty boring fight, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, maybe if I would have known, maybe if I didn't know what was going to happen, it might have gave it a little bit, you know, because he was getting whooped. And then, I mean, he wasn't getting whooped, but he was just getting beat in boxing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he was getting yeah, yeah. beat up. It was still – Still a boring fight, but he was just losing boxing rounds. And then, uh, yeah, then he caught him. Um, They got to do something about those damn entrances. These guys are coming out. He came out to one of the wackest rappers I've ever heard. I've ever heard in my life. I don't know if he was like African or Jamaican or British. I don't know what the (laughs) hell he thought. He he sounded like he was from uh, Jamaica, but I could have swore he said something about Ghana. Right? Is I don't know. And then he went into the rock and roll. And he walked in. Then he sat on the platform for two minutes and shadow boxed. The, the platform went up yeah. in the air. Then they had the smoke. I was like, what the fuck, though? That's, I think that's why I turned it off. In fact, that is why. After that, I think I hit you up like, hey, this is ridiculous. I just shut it down. I'll catch it. <laughs> I had to catch it afterwards. <laughs> that's the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. Well, we've seen it before, but come on, man. He ain't that big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they talking about being put on a pedestal above everybody else. And, I mean, I could just imagine how many yes-men that guy's around from the way that he's treated in there. And I think that it was the fact that you knew what was going to happen, Willa, because there was a, a certain feeling that I had that was intense during the fight because it was the fact that it was getting noted that Alexander Povetkin was doing the more damaging work and doing more work in general. And he was doing it real, um, real consistent. So when it was going on, you're just like in the back of your head, okay, let's let's see whenever Alexander Pebeck is going to get tired because he's looking really good right now. It's 4-2, uh, 5-1, maybe 4-2 for Alexander Pebeck. And when's he going to gas out? When's he going to get too close? And that's when it happened in that seventh round. But um, it had a, a certain uh, nostalgia about it because you knew that you were in for um, – if, if, if Abel, he was to fight the way he was going the whole way, you might have found out whether we're going to be talking about Canelo Joshua as far as when it comes to the scorecards because Anthony Joshua really had a lot of good favoritism on the scorecards. Um, not on the same level of Canelo, but similar. But anyways, let's take it to Janelle since he's joining us. I know he's a Joshua fan and I'm pretty sure he had a different perspective of how the outcome or the outlook was of that fight compared to me and Willa. Uh, Janelle, I gave Anthony Joshua, a C-plus to a B-minus grade. Will is going a solid B. First and foremost, how's it going for you, my man? And what did you think about that fight yesterday? He was in there with – well, uh, Joshua was in there with a very skilled guy himself, a guy who only lost to the Klitschko. I um, who at the time – who at the time was a very dominant uh, guy, at, at, oh, most dominant heavyweight at the time. So I knew Joshua was going to have problems on this fight. I wasn't surprised by that. But, um, you know, I mean – uh, Povetkin is very tricky. It's like an Ortiz gave Wilder problems. I mean, the guys are old. Uh, I remember I was texting with Simon 
at the end of every round, I was like, okay, perfectly, I was boxing, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, hey, he's not going to keep this up. I knew he couldn't keep it up for 12 rounds. I just knew that eventually he would, in the sixth round, he saw how his output just dwindled completely. I had it like 4-2 before the stoppage, or uh, 4-2 for Povetkin until the stoppage. Uh, he was getting out of class. You know, he was really getting out of class. Uh, AJ, all that weightlifting shit, you know what I mean? He, he's very stiff. You know what I mean? He, all that, I think you need to cut back on that weightlifting shit because that shit does not help you in the boxing ring. It might look a bit intimidating and all, but, I mean, he wasn't slowing his punches out. He was, like, pushing his punches out. And, it, I mean, he just looked completely stiff. And, uh... You know, I mean, it was, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Povetkin was. I mean, I think Povetkin is the better boxer, but you know, the height, or the height and uh, of strength advantage, and, he, and after he wore, after he, he started slowing down, he got caught with a pretty good right hand, which he couldn't recover from. Um, I would give him probably probably C minus for that fight. It wasn't anything like really impressive. I mean, uh, yeah, he scored the knockout and all, but. I mean, hey, he was still getting outclassed until Povetkin. In my eyes, I think he just wore himself out. He just tired himself. I knew he couldn't keep it up for 12 rounds. Yeah, that's what I thought about the fight. I thought it was, uh, you know, once we started to get to that seventh, it was like, all right, how much longer can he keep this up? Because he's doing really good. Uh, it was yeah, like nobody expected him to have the success he did. It was like with the Ortiz Wilder, except Ortiz Wilder was way more fireworks. But Ortiz Wilder, I just knew that. Um, Ortiz at 40 years old couldn't keep up a pace like that. You know what I mean, he just knew he was going to get gas, he was going to get gas, and then get caught. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it really did. It did. Uh, well, uh, anything you want to comment on that? Because uh, I thought Janelle was going to be somewhere in your range, but he's more in my range. You're giving him a C minus. I gave him a C plus. Um, I, I like that. That's that's two to one since you kind of being a little over generous because of the knockout that Anthony Joshua provided yesterday. Well, hey man. Like I always say, um, this is about making people want to fight, want to see your fights. You know, every fight is about the the main thing is about winning. The next thing is about building your brand, right? Um, you know, making people want to see. Ain't nothing better than a knockout. <clears throat> um, I didn't give him an A plus because I didn't give him an A because he was losing the fight. But people lose fights. If you're losing the fight and you come back and win with the knockout. That's pretty good, you know. He it wasn't like I said, but it wasn't like he was getting beat up. He was just getting outboxed by a guy who had better skills than him. And if you're going in with somebody who has better skills than you, and you get the knockout, I mean, I'm sorry we, because you gave him, a, Willa, but I don't know. He was getting beat up, man. I don't know. I don't know if you saw a few of those right hands actually wobble him a bit. It kind of stunned him back a bit, man. He was getting yeah, beat yeah, up yeah. and outboxed. No, no, no. That was getting hit. Yeah, he got he might have got shook up, but if I get hit by five punches, I mean he could have went to the club directly afterwards. That's what I mean by not getting beat up. It wasn't <laughs> like he was he was to the point where we were, we thought we were gonna lose him. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting beat up like that. He was getting beat in boxing. So if you're getting beat in boxing, it means you're getting hit. You know what I'm saying? He was getting hit, but he you know he went to the club afterwards. He had a few freaks afterwards. So that's what I mean by getting beat up. I mean, but hey, y'all gave him a C C minus. I feel that. I just got to go by the way I always do it. If you get a knockout, there's no way I'm giving you a C because that's what people want. You know what I mean? It don't matter how bad you look. If you get a knockout, to me, that's at least a B. But that's just that's just me personally. I, you know, I feel what y'all were saying because he didn't look good. But I knew he wasn't going to look good because he's not good. He's just big and strong. 
uh, Janelle first, and then Willie, you can follow up on it. Does this last performance that Joshua had changed any perspective that you have in the possible lead-up bout against Deontay Wilder? Did you think that he would um, have more success before this fight, or you seeing some sort of weaknesses in Joshua's game um, leading towards the fight with Wilder in the foreseeable future? Janelle, you go ahead and go first. Well, one, uh, Wilder is not as tricky as Povetkin. Uh, yes, he has more power. Yes, he's bigger and stronger, but he's not as tricky as Povetkin. So I don't think – I see a way how AJ could win that fight because Wilder, he doesn't go to the body. Uh, most big guys don't go to the body, and Wilder is a headhunter. Right, granted, he has knockout power at all, but if AJ could um uh, going behind a high guard and his jab, and as soon as Wilder taps him on the forearms or the shoulders or whatever, if he immediately responds because Wilder – he always keeps his hands down, and when he punches, he brings his hands back with his hands down. He never brings it back to punch position. So um, if you implement that game plan and even work the body, because AJ is probably the only heavyweight who actually works the body. He's probably the only heavyweight who actually works the body. It's not all that effective at times, but at least he works it at times. And if he goes in behind that high guard and a jab, and as soon as Wilder hits him, or whether it's the gloves, forearms, shoulders, if he immediately responds, he could catch Wilder. And and those big boys, those big boys land shots, it's going to do some damage. And I don't care who you are, man. It's like Lance Lewis stayed back in his time. Anybody over 225 pounds, if they tap you, you're going to feel that shit. You know what I mean? But, uh, again, like I said, uh, Styles make fights, and uh, Wilder's not Povetkin, and vice versa, because, of course, Wilder has more power than Povetkin. But, see, as tricky as Povetkin was. And Povetkin was uh, 222. I understand that. I understand that. But there's a lot of great heavyweights. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, just, I'm just putting that out. That was just a shot. Just letting, letting, you know, letting people I understand know that, that Joshua's fighting little guys. Oh, well, I understand that. But if you watch how tricky the guy was, I'm talking about the styles of fighting. You don't have to worry about Wilder fighting that tricky. You don't have to worry about him sneaking an overhand right and creating angles that he was creating. That's not Wilder's style. He's just a wild, awkward guy. I grant it. It's to his uh, benefit that he's so awkward. But at times, I mean, if AJ does what I just said, right, that's the way you beat Wilder. If he does that, which he can do if he fights tall, because usually uh, AJ will fight to his guy's height. If a guy's small, he will always arch over. If a guy's tall like Wilder, he'll fight tall. I've never seen him bend over against a guy who was his size or smaller. I mean, I mean on his size or taller. So it's like, I don't think he'll fight Wilder the way he fought Prevecting. And, and like I said, of course, it won't be easy, but I see the way to beat Wild again. It's easier said than done, but if he does that, he has a very he, he has a very good chance on, on catching Wilder. But I think Wilder better be careful with all types of Fury, because uh, if Fury is eighty percent as good as he was before Klitschko, Wilder's gonna have a difficult. He have a, a a very long night, man. He's gonna have a very long night, so I don't think he better overlook Fury. I mean, with a man six nine, I can move the way he moves. I mean. Uh, granted, it's not all that exciting. Oh yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But uh, I hope Wilder's not looking past him. I hope he's not. Because uh, oh yeah, I, 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 I echo that. I echo those sentiments, my friend. I think the same thing. I was gonna say when asking the question, you can't, you still can't forget about uh, the factor of of uh, Tyson Fury because that fight is still not a gimme by any means or stretch of the imaginary for Deontay Wilder. Uh, but going to follow up that question with Willa. Well, with this fight, I know uh, some of the Joshua fans could, um, or not even fans, but just someone who is uh, being optimistically skeptic of this fight. Like, for me, if I didn't have any 
ill will towards anybody in the fight. If Joshua could land a sharp right like that on the money spot that he landed with Povetkin, you know, um, that was just really good technique and the power and form and everything that led up to that knockout. Um, I would worry about that a little bit if I'm uh, uh, pulling for Deontay Wilder in a possible fight with that. But with the performance that he had, did you come away more certain that this fight would be banked for Deontay Wilder or more uh, from the other side of the factor where Joshua shows that he still has that knockout power similar to that Deontay Wilder is known for having devastating power because what Joshua did was just textbook, you know, just straight boxing that turned into power shots at the end. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't see anything that we didn't know. If if you get tired and Joshua hits a, a, a straight leaning in right hand on you, you you're going you're going to be dazed at the minimal. We know that. So, ain't nothing new, but Wilder isn't going to get tired. I just see him and the way Pebekin was catching him, Wilder hits him with a couple of shots. It's nights out. I mean, it's lights out, you know. Uh yeah, I didn't see anything new. Just uh, another UK brother beating up on the old Russian dude and uh, almost losing, but pulling it out at the end. So no hate on him. I just didn't. I just didn't see anything. And uh, just looking forward to that to this Wilder Fury to see who who really is the king of boxing. And then uh, whoever wins that will go yep. get those belts from the UK brother, the stiff robot. Over there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, see, and, and it's a good segue because we were talking about the possibility. Right, so like, what's the hold-up? What, what you got, Janelle? Okay, so were y'all impressed? Uh, y'all were so impressed with Wilder struggling with Ortiz, but Ortiz was actually older than Povetkin, and I don't think as skilled as Povetkin is, but, yeah, y'all praised Wilder so much for that. You don't think so? Olympic Ortiz Come is on, more man. skilled than Povetkin? Oh, Povetkin is a gold medalist. Oh, Povetkin was a gold medalist, man. He was a gold medalist. Six four southpaw, or nah, nah. A midget Ortiz is not more skilled. Than, Ortiz is not okay. more skilled than Povetkin. Okay. Olympic gold so medalist he... only lost to the Klitschko and went twelve rounds. But yeah, y'all praised him for his struggle with Ortiz. Y'all praised him for his struggle with Ortiz. I grant the fight was more. Who praised him for his struggle with Ortiz? It was a great. He came back from getting beat by the. Uh, he came back by getting beat by the skilled guy and knocked his ass out. But he was getting I beat. Said, he wasn't, there's a difference, but there's a but th- there's a difference between fighting a guy that's your size or bigger. There's a difference between fighting a guy nah, that's man. fifty pounds. Listen, listen, to what I'm saying. What do you what do you mean, nah, man? There's a difference when you're about, when you're two fourteen. Hold on, why can't you let me talk? Why don't you you just ask me a question? Let me finish. Now. Uh, Wilder came in at 214, and what's-the-name came in at 250, right? There's a difference between when you're the bigger guy getting beat up by a small guy and you knock him out, or you're the small guy getting beat up by the more skillful big guy and almost go to sleep, and then you sleep totally different fights, totally different situations. No, Povetkin is more skilled than Ortiz. I'm sorry. Okay, but Ortiz Ortiz weighed him by 50 pounds. So what does the 50 pounds do? Okay, forty pounds. Oh, this was like they, did, they did the weight. They oh, had the weight. Was like two forty for that fight. Who was in better shape? No, he was. I think Pobeck, okay, he was two fourteen. Thirty pounds. Does the thirty pounds were was he thirty pounds more skilled? Ortiz, a Povetkin is more skilled than Ortiz. I'm sorry, he's more. Okay, skilled but was he thirty pounds? Is he thirty pounds? Does thirty yes. pounds yes. not 
Yes. Wiped it out? Yes. 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 He's a better uh, he's a better okay. puncher. He has better I don't know about that. He's a better puncher. He has better He's stronger? Not a more powerful puncher, but a better puncher. Okay. It's different, okay. difference between better puncher and a, and a power puncher. He I has more skill, he has more movement. He has more movement. You know what I mean? Dog. I don't know how y'all praise that fight, but y'all bash this fight. Because I mean, the guy outweighed him by 30 pounds. I thought y'all would say about weight don't mean nothing. I thought y'all would say about weight don't mean nothing. Who says that? Who says that? I remember y'all said that. Man, world, come on, man. Nobody oh, says on, that. Man. Nobody you says that. Get out of here. Who yeah, says that? Uh, Are you in style? Who says know, that? You're talking about better puncher and all that. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, uh, Ortiz's last fight that we've seen over at Staples is a one-two coming off a jab right straight down down the pipe like some welterweight throw. But when you're talking about Pavek, you know, he throws sneaky punches and, you know, all that stuff. I don't know about a better puncher than Ortiz. That's that's kind of crazy to me, Janelle. But, you know. He's overall better hey. skill. He's overall better skill. Olympic gold medal. He's over, okay. Who's going to win? The overall better, the guy that's got a little more skill or the guy that's got 30 more pounds and about the same amount of skill? Because Ortiz, it's not like Quebecan is just that much better than Ortiz if he's better. You know what I'm saying? He's not better. I would love There's, to see that fight. The, 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 I would love to see those two fight, actually. I would he's to too big. He'd knock him out. No, that, he's not. That, no, he's I not. I okay. would want to see that fight. <laughs> I bet you would want I mean, to see Tyson that fight. Ortiz is taking out Anthony Joshua Radar. A uh, Michael two sixteen going into fights plenty of times and and knocked out guys like Frank Bruno and shit, who was like a bodybuilder yeah. physique. So it's like, yeah, he did. You know I, mean? so, I don't, I don't think, I think, I don't think Bruno weighed two fifty, but but he, he did. Probably, he probably like two thirty something probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably Ortiz just outweighed him by. Ortiz was just fat and chubby. I mean, the guy. Ortiz is just, not fat and chubby. Ortiz he is not fat and chubby. What? We've Are seen him, serious? but we've seen. I've seen him. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, I've been close. But, but the thing is, I've seen him eye to eye. You haven't. You can take your word for it. You haven't Whoa, seen that him eye night to eye. Wild, I have. He was fat chubby. I know what I saw that night before. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't, chubby. bro. Okay. Yeah, he was. Are you serious? Okay. <laughs> it might look that okay, way man. on the television set, but, uh, you know. He's a, he looked like a, a fucking a bat. I, I would say like a football player or something up close and personal. We were chilling right when he was coming out Staples, and we we both said like he's big, but he like is not as big as you would have thought. But he's like a he's a really insane right. dude. Right. Yeah, on. when you see him in real life, he's not as big as you think he is. He's still a big dude, but he ain't. When you see him on TV, it looks like they just look they look bigger than they are. Trust me. Ortiz is not oh, yeah. flabby and his size. This, at his height, weighing two fifty, he's overweight. I'm sorry, he's overweight. I'm sorry. But he's six four. I weigh I weigh two twenty. I guarantee his he is overweight. No, no, no. <laughs> he is overweight. Yeah, yeah. He's not cut up and muscular. He has, he has. You know, but I'm just saying, he's exactly. not flabby and thick. Exactly. I've seen him. And I'm saying, Povetkin has less body fat. Is what I'm saying. He has less body fat. He's in better shape. Is what I'm Who saying. Anybody. Anybody can get two fifty. Anybody can eat they like both, a fat. So they both faded in the sixth round. Huh? They both they they both faded in the sixth and seventh round. So who? What do you well, mean Joshua one's more in more shape? Oh, uh, Joshua caught him earlier than than, than Wilder caught Ortiz. 
But but he also had a, a, a round where he did nothing but punching. Tease did a round where he was punching the whole round. Pavekin had nothing like that. They both faded around the same time. What? No, no. I'm saying Joshua caught him. Uh, Joshua caught him. Joshua caught him, which actually, I know, uh, yeah, he was. Playing, I know but he Joshua caught him. him. But they, but but you, Joshua did catch him. But also he didn't catch Joshua like Ortiz caught Wilder, where he punched for thirty seconds in a, a minute in a row just, and, and tired I'm himself just out. Saying, man, so if you got just blast saying, AJ for performance, I'm just saying. There's no way you I didn't blast, blast it. Wilder. You blasted it. But the thing is, you blasted it. I didn't blast it. I gave him a B. Well, again, you gave him a C minus. I blast both what of them. What are you I blast both of them. <laughs> and I gave both of them good grades. And I gave both of them good grades. No, I gave them both good grades. I was going to get to arguing about how you said about how, oh, oh yeah, he's still a stiff. He don't got shit for a while. I'm saying, hey, why do struggle with guys? Yeah. He struggled with the older that guy fight. that was better than him. Hey, me and you bet on that fight. That's why me and you bet on that fight. You better come with me to London, too. And we bet on that fight. <laughs> he just want to argue. We bet on that fight, man. Nah, man. Hey, I know, nah, man. man. We know. Everybody knows Janelle is going for the U.K. brother over <laughs> the American, <laughs> African-American man. brother, man. It is what it is. We know. He's going to fall for it every time, man. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Oh man! Nah, come on, man. Oh, some things never change. But hey, speaking of which, guys, let's 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 move along here. Um, fight that we were talking about. What's up with the date? How come we haven't got no venue? They both talking this and that. Finally, Wilder and uh, Fury has been official for December first, and they're gonna have a pretty stacked undercard on there too, man. Talking about pay per view with Leo Santa Cruz versus Gary Russell Jr. and uh, Tank against Morris. You know the whole. Beefing that's been talking and leading up and talking about tacos and this and that, the tank and, and Bronner were doing about Mares is finally coming to fruition on pay per view December 1st. I told you, Willa, Friday was going to be the day that they're going to call it and they're going to get this show on the road because they ain't got much time to waste. You got to get this fight out the way and try to see what's up with AJ afterwards. So, December 1st, uh, I'm happy it's finally announced and I think that it's going to be a hell of a pay per view with. Uh, Santa Cruz and, and Gary Russell and then Tank and Mares. That's that's solid, man. That's real solid. So I'm I'm really hyped for this one. And um not only that, the the press tour will be coming up pretty soon here. Um I think that they're uh I know one for sure is at the Staples Center is in Los Angeles. I forget where the other one's at. I wanna say it's in uh, uh Canada, Toronto or something like that. I can't re- exactly remember where, but uh the tour is gonna be starting up and uh hopefully we can see some Mayweather McGregor esque trash talking with the Bulls because we know Wilder's never uh, held back anything when it comes to a war of words and Tyson Fury is the the original Gypsy Don Irishman that's been talking a bunch of trash before Conor McGregor in his estimation. But um, I'm hyped, man. Uh, were you surprised that it happened on uh, Friday getting announced? And will you be working your way around? the time-differentiated pay-per-view event that we have because I believe it's going to be in the U.K., so we're going to have to get that uh, that party started early over here for us probably being around the 2 o'clock time frame. Man, well, yeah. Um, if you remember uh, on the show Wednesday, I think uh, I hit it that they said that they were going to announce it to try to take some of the sting, you know, to take some of the shine away from uh, – from, uh, the fight this weekend, Joshua fight. So 
it wasn't a surprise. Uh, there was there was questions, but I guess I wasn't surprised that it happened. I'm glad to having it. It sounds like a good fight for America, especially with the with the black against uh, Mexican situation. But I guess they're going to take it to the UK. Uh, should sounds like a, a pretty good uh, stack card. Um, Gary Russell Jr. trying to climb climb his way back up uh, after getting humiliated and letting down his whole uh, his whole black race by letting Lomachenko dominate him like that. But he's trying to crawl back <laughs> uh, and uh, tank um, out there to you know just keep on going up and prove that he's not a dumbass and he's not broader, even though he's getting arrested and fighting people in the streets. Uh, <laughs> so should be a good, 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 here, good card. And, and I'll definitely be checking it out. Uh, probably have a fight party. You said it's on the 1st, December. Uh, yes. Yep. So, so, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a good card. Yeah, I, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing, man. And uh, hopefully they can do some good pay per view numbers because I think that before we get the Joshua Wilder fight, they want to see if if Wilder could actually do some numbers on pay per view because they think that for whatever reason he could barely fill up uh, nine thousand people at Barclays or some shit. I forget what Eddie Hunt said, but somewhere along those lines. But um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a overseas. We're gonna have to start early and check it out. So. It is what it is. I'd rather it be over here in Vegas, but, hey, that's fine, too, because I did want Wilder to travel and go over there and, and look good. That way the fan base from over in the U.K. gets a better glimpse of Deontay Wilder instead of just watching it at the time. They do probably grumpy during the wee hours of the night or early hours of the day and have that kind of uh, animosity towards Deontay Wilder because they always got some shit to say about Wilder. Um, but, Janelle, Let's go to you, man. Are you surprised that this fight was announced on Friday and you hyped up for this stacked undercard that they have on pay-per-view, nonetheless, with Wilder and Fury? Oh, what's the undercard again? You got uh, uh, Gary Russell Jr. And then you got oh, yeah, yeah, your yeah, boy, yeah, 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 yeah. Devonta right. Davis. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear about that. I was surprised Gary Russell Jr. on the undercard, but uh, I mean, he's pretty how much of a main event, if you ask me. I mean, the guy's like one of the most Who? skilled guys in boxing. Um, Gary Russell Jr. I mean, is the main eventer. Is that what you just said? Huh? Where's well, my nigga? As far as his Where's my nigga, please, button? No, no respect saying, for Wilder and Fury. <laughs> I'm saying, as far as his skills, no, no, he do got skills. No, no, he do got skills, but he don't have. He has no heart. Yeah, yeah, Lomachenko, go. Him. Yeah, but Loma no, Chico was like that. Well, you can't teach that shit. I'm the man. No, he embarrassed though, him, though. But he embarrassed him. He didn't embarrass the last guy. He didn't embarrass, embarrass uh, Salido. He embarrassed uh, yeah, Russell, uh, uh, Gary yeah. Russell. Yeah, I mean, Gary Russell. I don't want to hear nothing he yeah, he's been boxing, though. Hey, I'm going to give him credit. I think his last, Gary Russell's last fight, he knocked that guy out. He looked strong. I want to – Gary Russell does have the skill. Well, he's I, not active enough. He's not active enough. And and that's his problem. He's got to – Yeah. I mean, there was times passed by where, like, a year passed by before he fought again. Or, um, he's got to get active. I mean, he's got to – you know what I'm saying? And he might be a waste of talent, honestly. I hate to say it, but that's the way it's, it's, it's seeming like. But, yeah, it's definitely a good card. And I'm definitely going to this fight, Super Center. 
I'm getting my tickets to this fight, uh, or this event, because I look like it's going to be uh, not just a main event, but a pretty good card. So you, you're heading over to the UK? I'm going to UK, too. I'm going to UK um, April 13th. That's if the uh, winner of Joshua Fury gets made for Joshua, then, uh, not, not Joshua, <coughs> but a Wilder Fury. I'm definitely going to that, too. Where do you think this you think this uh, fight is? I thought the fight was going to be in the UK. On April 13th. Oh, no, on December 1st. You say what? We're yeah, talking he's, about talking, the he's, talking about, he's talking about something else about going to the UK. December 1st is the fight time when he's going to be over there. I think that's what Will is asking. I know that. Gonna be there I'm going for that, that time. too. I'm going that too. Yeah, that's oh, what okay. we're asking. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. But the answer was yeah. No, hell no. I I can't go. Come on. Let's all go out there. Y'all supposed to come to Vegas the other day. Y'all let me down, man. No, I didn't let you down. I never said I was going, dog. When I say I'm going, I'm going. I might might could do that April 13th, UK, if it's wild to Joshua. I'll hit that. But besides that, hey, man. And it's going to be, you know how cold it's going to be over there? Drunk maniacs. Yeah, cold and right. I don't want to be cold and amongst racists, though. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I've never experienced racism over there, honestly. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Have you been to a Fury versus Wilder fight? I think it's going to be a little different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you're cool with yeah. the Joshua fans over there, so they accept you. No, the Joshua <laughs> yeah. fans well, and the Wilder your fans. Team, your team, Joshua. <laughs> yeah. You He's going to have a UK shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that's, proud. Proud. that's a low blow right there. He's talking about UK shit. Yeah, he's going to be like, hey, man, hey, I'm Jamaican. He's going to be acting like he's Jamaican. Uh, Bumba Clots and stuff talking Jamaican. over there at the UK. I am Jamaican, though. Oh, you are Jamaican. See? He's going to be like yeah. a UK Jamaican on the grind. That's how you got to switch it up. Oh. You know how you oh, got to do that. All right, all right, y'all. We're going to oh, be out there. Oh, hey, Janelle, what's up? Hey, man. Hey, where I know you from, man? I'm from here, man. Liverpool. Gonna, uh, right, I'm yeah, going to represent. Beach. I'm going to represent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right near the beach, boy. Hey. Hey. Um, yo, so, you know who's who's probably right near the beach and on some, some of that Jamaican, too? Oscar De La Hoya. Numbers came out, folks, and I think that we all kind of thought it was going to do less in the first fight. Numbers came out that the first fight did $1.3 million in pay-per-view buys, and this one that we just had recently in Canelo Golovkin 2 did 1.1. So um, doing the math, 84.99, something like that, by that many buys, they came up on about $85 million, and that's not counting anything at the gate or all the other incentives that get involved with that. So Oscar De La Hoya, he might be swimming in some baby powder in the backyard right about now. Um, I was a... Uh, um, I was surprised. I didn't think that they were going to be able to do a million when they announced that the fight would be eighty four ninety nine instead of the regular price that we're used to paying. I thought that would have threw some people off. Maybe it did, and it was just that that amount of people that really didn't give a fuck if it was eighty four ninety nine. They're hardcore Canelo fans or Golovkin fans, and we're willing to pay that much. But I'm surprised that they did that uh, that number with that high of a pay per view rating. Um, if, if, if Oscar De La Hoya. He, he should probably have some people around him taking care of him. He can't be trusted and left alone with a big bank account. Not that he's getting all of it, but he's going to see a lot of that money. So, um, well, uh, 
surprised and not surprised that these guys were able to get over a million pay-per-view buys with that ridiculous $84.99 charging fee that was put on everybody this uh, last September 15th. No, hell no. Because how much was the the McGregor fight? Wasn't it 99? McGregor Mayweather? Oh, yeah, that was was 100. I think that in that fight, though, I think pretty much at least a million at the least was had to do maybe two men had to do with as far as those pay per view buys because remember at the time boxing fans nobody was giving a shit about buying that fight boxing fans this way, maybe a lot of them were just acting like it but you know but that was yeah as yeah as by one of our hosts that boxing fans do a lot of talking because you know, they say they're not going to watch the fight, but more than likely <laughs> they're going to watch the fight because they're boxing Dang. fans and boxing is boxing. And you know, we both, we all know anything can happen and you don't want to be that guy that didn't see when something happened. So I'm not, I'm definitely not surprised that, that Canelo did a million buys. I mean, what, you know, come on now. We're talking about Canelo. We're talking about Canelo going against his toughest fight, his toughest opponent. So yeah, of course it didn't do as much because of because of the price, and not really because of the price, just because of the the um, the sour taste that people got from the last one. I think is why, and and with the price added, that's why it didn't do that many. And also because boys got that everybody can check it out on uh, streaming nowadays. So one point one point uh, what you said one point one Oscar's looking yeah, 1. good. Yeah, one point one they got. Oscar's feeling good. He might have some nets on right now with a wig, pink wig on. (laughs) With three freaks. Yeah, when Canelo's just waiting for him. (laughs) Yeah, Canelo Canelo on the the ball in his mouth tied up in the corner, you know, watching what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) In a mask. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) These guys need some security around them, like Ben Roethlisberger got away with with the restaurants, and he gonna need people like that around him. Oscar De La Hoya can't be trusted with that much money. Canelo's getting a, a big, uh, uh, getting a big uh, input in his bank account too. Janelle, uh, did you think that this fight was gonna do that much? Because I think that uh, the, not only the sour taste in the people's mouth from the last fight, the price range, and the whole clambuteral allegations and all that mm. bullshit. Did you think the fight was going to do over $1 million and Oscar's doing pretty good with how much they're charging? I'm surprised that they did that. What, what was your thoughts on this one, Janelle? Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, um, they pumping Canelo. Uh, they actually pumped up as the great white hope, you know, and Canelo does bring a fan base, so I'm not surprised. Um, I thought it did more than the first one, honestly. I mean, I mean that's what's surprising. But, um, you know, I mean, even though Gluckton is like past his prime, but they pumped him up as if like these are two guys in the prime of their careers, and and this is what you really get in boxing. We haven't got this in boxing in so long. I'm like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? But that's just how you know, uh, that old thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I'm not surprised by it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was marketed pretty well. I'm mean, a hardcore boxing fans know that Gluckton is is well past his prime. Um, should have had a loss in his belt against uh, Dane Jacobs. Oh, you know what I mean? But, I mean, it was pumped up pretty well. It was pumped up pretty well, so I'm not surprised by that number, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm just surprised that it didn't sell more than the first one. I I thought it would have. 
Yep, and 1.3 was the first one. So that that is a little off. I thought that they would have uh, been able to do well, a little well, bit more with the whole no, build up. Issue, no issue. Um, I think it's the fact that some people know that Gluff is, is, is our past is prime, and they wasn't really buying into bought to the first fight. They bought into the first fight that Gluffman is, is still in his prime, and Canelo is going to have all hell. But I think after that fight, they realized this guy's past is prime. And what we saw last Saturday was uh, 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 Gluffkin was definitely past his prime. I mean, he looked very sluggish, very, very sluggish. And uh, I think going to that fight, a lot of guys knew that Gluffkin was not the same guy that knocked out uh, Stevenson some years ago or that molded uh, uh, Monroe and those guys. So that's probably why it didn't sell as much. Ah, speaking of Monroe, no, I'm with you on that one. But speaking of Monroe, Willie, your man, old Molly Montarlo, got himself a fight coming up against Willie Monroe Jr. I've seen that fight, and I've seen a lot of people actually conflicted in the comment section talking about this is a step-up fight. Why is this a step-up fight? Look at the opposition from Jamal Charlo compared to Willie Monroe Jr. And got a lot of boxing fans back and forth on this one, I guess. When you're talking about Jamal Charlo, a lot of people think it's really hyped up, but I think that the uh, it, for Jamal Charlo, I like I like Molly Mall when I've seen him in the ring. So for me, I'm I'm, I'm sipping the juice right now, and uh, especially if he's getting in there with Willie Monroe Jr., that's definitely a fight for some knockout material. Uh, the potential will be there. I mean, uh, if if uh, everything said and spoken was the uh, is the truth on the young line, Jamal Charlo, he should be able to have some highlight material coming up. I think that you know. Willie Monroe Jr. is becoming on that level of the Chris Algieri as far as being a sacrificial sheep to boxing. And that's why I think I named it that because I've seen this one too many times. I like how when Manny Pacquiao fought Chris Algieri and basically gave him the pass for anybody at the welterweight division who wanted to pick up a good W, being a guy who's as credible as Chris Algieri because he can always say he got knocked down so many times by Manny Pacquiao on pay-per-view but still got up and finished the fight. So uh, that's kind of how I'm looking at with Willie Monroe Jr. right now. Willa, Houston, Texas, and Jamal Charlo are going to give Willie Monroe Jr. a lot of problems. I think, but I like this fight, so I want to see some highlight material. I don't want to see no stinker. Not like how Jamel Charlo did. With Austin Trout, I want to see some highlights from this shit. I'm looking forward to this one just on the basis of the fact of a sacrificial sheep has been thrown in a lion's den. Man, yeah, hey. Yeah, you put a sacrifice. I don't know what the hell you you put on the thing. Sacrifices. Charlo, I didn't get what the hell you talk about. So I looked it up. I saw that they were talking. Oh, Monroe's been calling him out for a minute. He wants that. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah I don't really understand why he wants that, but I guess because he sees these guys coming up could be him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do do did they say where it's gonna be? Because I know these guys were trying to fight in Houston. Um, they were saying that might be their next fight, and they might be both fighting on the same card. So was it? Do you know if there was any more information about the fight, or just that they're going to fight? No, I didn't see what they were gonna have it. It was a, I didn't see it. I see it the day it was announced, and um, I think it was about maybe three, three days ago when it was announced, or four days ago, something like that. But no, I didn't see where it was gonna be at. But I don't see why not, why that shouldn't be 
uh, hometown fight, similar to how Earl Spence got over in Houston, Texas for Jamal Charlo. So, um, and, you know, if you heard something about it, that might be it, because I don't think that they would uh, need to go anywhere else besides a home venue for a guy like William Monroe Jr. for Jamal Charlo. I'll check that out right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, too. Yeah, it's really, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I guess he can't, he couldn't fight. Uh, uh, triple G or I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm not really excited about this fight at all. To tell you the truth, William Willie Monroe Jr. is is pretty weak. I mean, he's not really that good. I hate to say it, you know. I'm usually for the uh, for the brothers, but you know, William Monroe he looks good, but as far as his skills, he's not any good. And I'm trying to. Look at this box track to see what his last fight is, and but box track from Willie Moreau's got no power whatsoever, <laughs> no power. Last time I seen Billy Moreau was getting schooled by uh, Billy Joe Saunders. I don't know if he's had a fight after that uh, since then because remember yeah, that yeah, Billy yeah, Joe since... Saunders, little badass kid, kicking him in the nuts or right. punching him in the nuts or some shit, a little badass kid. Yeah, yeah, we just saw him get the, exactly. There we go. That's what we just saw. Uh, hey, but yeah, what, what, quick, I was talking about that box break. Do, real quick, what would you what would you do? What would you have done if you're William Monroe Jr. and you got Billy Joe Saunders' kid throwing some little punches at your nuts? <laughs> what? What happened? I can hear that. <laughs> I said, what was that? So what would? You, <laughs> what was that? I don't know what. <laughs> oh, uh, think that must have been Janelle. No, it's not me. Yeah, I, don't, no, I don't know. That was a, uh, I thought it was a soundbite hit by Willow, but that was, I was asking Willow, what would he have done if he was Willie Monroe Jr. out that way and when you had Billy Joe Saunders' kid punching him in the nuts? Oh, yeah, I would have. Uh, it depends. Yeah, was it hard? You know, you never know what, what I'm going to do to somebody's kid. I'm a kid's guy, so I'll probably laugh if it wasn't, if it wasn't that hard. If it was real hard, I'd probably look at him and give him a scuff to the head. And then I'd try to knock his dad out. But Willie Monroe Jr. did none of the above. That's what that's exactly what we're talking about. Willie Monroe Jr. isn't <laughs> yeah. is isn't elite. You know. He went over there and got embarrassed by Billy Ho Saunders. Come on. If you get beat by Billy Ho Saunders, you need to be uh ashamed of your fucking self. Billy Joe Saunders. <laughs> Billy Ho Saunders. <No. laughs> yeah, he bugged me out with that shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I think it's uh it's good for some highlight material, though. I think uh, moving forward, Janelle, if you're a betting man, what do you think the odds would be for the uh, chances of an upset of Willie Monroe Jr. over Jamal Charlo in this fight that is well, looks like it's Charles scheduled first. to be announced at a certain time? I want to say one thing about the Charlos first. I think he's a very basic fighter. He's just a very hard puncher. He's very athletic, but he's very basic. He does. He, he does basic things. You know, I mean, I mean, it's no setting up his power shots. He just comes out swinging for those shots. You know what I mean? Uh, I think a guy like Dane Jacobs would out, oh, 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 would definitely expose him. Uh, Willie Monroe Jr. I mean, yes, he got good movement and all, but I see him getting clipped, I, and I can see him getting clipped. Um, eventually, going to clip. But a guy like Jacobs, I think even a guy like Billy Joe Saunders, because he outboxed the guy. I can really see that happening. Yeah, I mean, um, hey, breaking news! Just, Janelle thinks the UK guy would beat the American. 
<laughs> I just said Jacob beat I said Jane Jacobs beat anybody at 160. Oh, 160 mm. down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but Danny Jacobs is from Danny Jacobs from New York, huh? And I'm and I'm from Miami. Uh, so what? Hey, I don't that, know, man. Hey, <laughs> If you watch Charlo's game, and the guy is very basic, man. He doesn't set up power shots. He swings for the fences. I mean, he's he he's, he's a very basic guy. He is. I think Billy Joe's Hey, Billy Joe's got some serious skills. I'm, I'm sorry, that man's got some serious skills. I think I think both Canelo and Triple G better avoid him and Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, uh, 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 that guy has some very good skills. I, mean, I, could see, I would love to see him fight Charlo, uh, Billy Joe and Charlo. I mean, that would be a very interesting fight. It would be very interesting because the guy, uh, Billy Joe, can make you miss. He can make you miss and he can make you pay. I mean, he doesn't always sit on his punches. You know what I'm saying? That's why it doesn't always be too exciting. It's like Who he just wants to win on points or whatever. Huh? Who did Billy Joe Saunders huh? beat? Who did Billy Joe Saunders beat? doesn't beat anybody. Oh, he beat Lemieux. David Lemieux. He schooled David Lemieux, and David Lemieux just knocked out your boy. Um, <laughs> who is it? Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, Spike O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan. The little what? mustache guy. <laughs> yeah, that ain't my. That ain't my guy. Well, hey, what the hell are you talking that's about? Your, that's your boy, man. You that ain't my fucking guy. boy. You think so? Somebody believes that the mustache <laughs> guy is my guy, dog? Hey, nobody yeah, believes that. Man. Look, Billy Joe Saunders has not beat anybody. <laughs> and who is Charlo beat? <clears throat> nobody. Exactly. Well, a dude beat Lemieux, who was a champion, who was a former champion. So it's like, hey, Lemieux trash. That that beats anybody who won Charles' resume. Andrew. Right. Uh, Yo, and, gotcha. and what about uh, I, yeah. what about uh, and what about your boy Chris Eubank? Yeah, that's your boy, right? Billy Joe Saunders be putting work on these cats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's That's Janelle's back. guy. That's Janelle's guy. Oh, you don't like Chris Eubanks? <laughs> I thought you. Hey, you Eubanks you, is you better than anybody. He beats anybody from Charles' record or resume. But he doesn't yeah. beat Charlo. I don't you know. Sure I'm trying that? to look. At, I, I'm trying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure about that. But I'm, I'm trying to look up this stuff on box record. But now they're making sure. me sign in. Now they're making me sign in. Box record's out of control. Oh, they're trying to. They're trying Charles, to get rent from you. I think you need to watch Charlo a little more carefully. That guy's a very basic guy, man. He's very he's just athletic and he's extremely strong with power shots. I mean, it's the reason exactly. why the guy didn't have too good of an amateur rep, uh, career. He had too good of an amateur yeah, career because the guy's not that seasoned. He's not. You think, so you think guys are gonna be? You think you think guys are gonna be gunning for him now, Janelle? People will see this basic sort of a game uh, plan that he comes out with. I mean, Canelo and Triple G at this point, I think, would avoid him. I'm those three are gonna avoid Billy Joe Saunders, Danny Jacobs, and Charlo. I'm, I'm what they're gonna have is those three guys beat each other up. Is what uh, Triple G and Canelo are gonna have them guys doing. You know, what I mean, <laughs> I mark my words because I don't think. I'm like I said, with Canelo, I, I just don't see Canelo fighting Jacobs. I don't think he wants to fight a mover again because he saw what Laura did to him, and he's not. And, and this is why I don't see him fighting Billy Joe Saunders. He doesn't want to fight a mover again. I mean, he's gonna call it running. 
You know what I mean? Willie, Willie, Willie Ramos be, really be like, don't don't forget about me. I'm in the mix, too, if I beat Charlo. Probably not going to happen. Well, but, if he beat Charlo, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But if he does beat him, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Let's see how – Oh, let's see how it goes. But like I said, I don't think Canelo wants to fight a mover again. Oh, you know, and this what? is why he if will he avoid does, Billy if Joe. He does, if he if he does so just so happen to beat Charlo, then it's gonna be the boxing world's favorite rematch: Golovkin Monroe two pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but man. he's not beating Charlo. See, he's not beating Charlo though. I can see that happen. Not I the pay per view part. I'm bullshitting, but. Monroe and Triple G getting the rematch. Perfect pick me up fight see, for Golovkin. I can see Canelo fighting David Lemieux next. Because uh, David Lemieux just knocked out the guy Sullivan, and they're gonna try to pump it up. Oh yeah, um, Canelo's gonna they be very he's selective fight in at December too. So that's quick. He's, they said it's gonna oh, happen. Canelo's in gonna be very too, selective so. at 160. He's gonna be very <laughs> selective at 160. Yeah, I wish he that, should be. I wish that Canelo. I wish Canelo would fight Jamal Charlo. That way he could have a – well, I, oh, I couldn't wait for the Outsiders Boxing Podcast when that came along, if ever, well, you know what Willis' pick would be, because that's Willis' two guys right there. Oh, I mean, y'all I know who I'm riding with. I think about it. I think Canelo could actually beat Charlo. I think, about, I think Canelo could actually beat Charlo. Nah, I think about it. I think he can't beat Charlo because Charlo is, like I said, Canelo I guess he's a hard at you, Canelo has a hell of a chin. <laughs> He has a hell of a chance. No, no, I think and he can beat Jamal Charlo. I don't know if he he have a, he he would struggle with young male Charlo, but I think he's got. I think he would beat Jamal Charlo. Think he's maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe he's so. just more skilled. Maybe, I, I, I mean, they, 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 be a good fight. Yeah, it'd yeah, be a good fight. But yeah. your boy Canelo's got a lot of experience, and that goes a long way. <laughs> But um, you know, man, shit. Um, oh shit. Has a has no a. No mute, Janelle. Uh, I did, I did, Nell over here. Over here, crashing, falling over pants and shit. Hey, um, but now, uh, anything we missing, <laughs> uh, Willa? Before we get ready to close up out of here, I know I was talking about fantasy football earlier, but football in general had some crazy upsets today, man. Minnesota getting skunked by Buffalo, Patriots. Just getting stomped out by Detroit. That's crazy. And all that other shit. Uh, well, anything we're missing before we uh, get ready to close out here, Willis? Uh, no, I think that was that was pretty much it, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know anything else that's been going on. Just a lot of... Just a lot of Canelo. Everybody's still hating on Canelo's, Canelo's win and his lineal... Um, He's the millennial middleweight guy again because he was the millennial king and then he sort of like faded away. So there wasn't one. So I guess if he wins his next fight that he's back to be the millennial champion. So, you know, Canelo just making his reign. That's about it. A lot of nonsense, a lot of talk about that. That's, that's been it, man. Yeah, I feel it, man. All right. Well, we're ready to wrap it up here. Get uh, started up for the week coming up. Um, we'll be on with the uh, midweek show that Willie will have on Wednesday. Uh, don't know, will you be back in uh, Houston or are you still going to be out on the East Coast during that time? Willie, when you get back home, man? Uh, yeah, I'll be back on Wednesday. So I'll be in the H. All right, for sure, for sure. All right, well, Janelle, 
want to thank you for coming on, joining with us, man. And, and uh, it's my pleasure, man. My pleasure. pleasure for this one. Until next time, my friend. I appreciate you, man. Always welcome on whenever you're rocking with us. And but Charles, speaking for myself. And Charles, very but, basic. Well, sorry, your boy Charles basic. My Charlo is, man. No, no, no. Both <laughs> Charles are basic. Let me, let me tell you it's something. It's the reason why neither guy uh, had a good amateur career. Really? Let basic. me tell you something. I, I let me tell you something. There is, there is base. They are basic, but so is Wilder. Uh, but when you're a supreme athlete, no. sometimes you could be basic. You know, when you're when you're that much a supreme. Of he won't athlete, fight Dane Dickens. He won't fight Dickens in that case. He won't fight Dickens. I bet you. I think I he bet will. He won't. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> You're funny on we that one. He's not fighting. And he's Jacob. gonna knock him out. Unless Jacob have cancer again or something, or if he gets in the car crash, he's not fighting <laughs> oh, Jacob. <laughs> oh man, hey, uh, that's a low blow. All know. right, guys. Yeah, the low blows is how we're gonna end the show, man. Until next time, we'll be here on Wednesday on the midweek show that we'll be hosting. Verbal uppercut. And we'll be back here on Sunday. You know what time <laughs> it is, Janelle. Bring that same energy. We're gonna need it. Uh, but speaking for myself. Willow on the East Coast, along with Janelle. This is the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. We'll be back here on Wednesday. Uh, we'll get that at about, I think, 7 o'clock Pacific, same time, 9 Central. So rock with us next time. And in the meantime, have a better week that you started with with the Monday previous. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, we out. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.